Welcome to Watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we are uh, starting it up. This yep. first podcast uh, for Westworld. I've seen like a trailer and I read a couple of reviews and everything seems to check out. Looks like it'll be a good show, according to the all, reviewers. All the advanced reviews and the critics have seen four episodes uh, yeah. so far. have It's universal acclaim. Like No one has said anything that's bad. I know a lot of people were worried when there were so many production delays and shutdowns, and it's like, oh, God, is this, like, retooling? Is it going to be a shit show? Right. Um, but no, apparently the... That's what you want. I never understand when people are like, oh, it's delayed, it's going to be bad. What the fuck are you talking about? They're delaying it so it won't be bad. Yeah. So they won't fuck well, it Well, I think like... there's, there's... there's Sometimes that's true. And with an HBO project, I never was as ner- nervous because HBO's not the type that would, you know... But a lot of times when, like... A movie's delayed, and a director's fired, and a writer's brought. It's like, oh god, this is like an unsalvageable mess. Sure, sure. Okay. You're just trying to make you're trying to make it go from terrible to okay. But in this yeah. case, it seems like you know, and I feel like HBO does things like that for the right reasons. You mm-hmm. know, like they they're, they're not quick to just be like, oh, this is terrible. They'd probably just shit can the whole thing if they thought it was bad. But <laughs> yeah, um, I've been super excited ever since I saw the first trailer. I'd never seen the original Westworld, and last week I went back to watch it, which I think was a mistake. Why because you say that? Um, so first of all, this is going to be a very light. You know, if you're not familiar, Bald Move Podcast, our very first podcast for a series is always kind of a stub because we have to, you know, the, the, it, iTunes doesn't even treat our podcast as if it's real until we have a first episode out. So we always get this preview out mostly just to get the iTunes machine going because you know if you record a podcast and iTunes doesn't know about it, did it did it actually happen? That's that's a question for Westworld. That's, I'm waiting that, for the I, I, answer I, to that. Episode five gets into that. I, yeah. I hear they 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 laid a, the foundation of it in episode four. But um, is there a robot Jeff Bezos? Is that is that are we going to see that? <laughs> he's uh, that he's the prototype that uh, has an endoskeleton built out of copper. <laughs> Uh, so if you're new to uh, Bald Move, you didn't get any of those references, but also mm-hmm. this is going to be a little stubby. Uh, what to expect is we have a full recap on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a robust feedback section uh, that's going to be supplied by you, the listener, and you can send that feedback into westworld at westworld.baldmove.com or we'll have a thread going on forums.baldmove.com so you can talk it over with your fellow fans. Uh, but I was super excited. I went to see the original. I know you didn't. And actually, as soon as I watched it, I texted you and said, don't worry about watching it. Yeah. This, it's like I've never seen a worse film that is highly regarded. Okay. And this film is very highly regarded. Like, it's got an 80-plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm sure that back in the day, like I, I don't want to talk too much shit about it, but I just thought it was really bland and 70s as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um and just rudimentary and it's a mike so it's a michael crichton written and directed film right and oh, it's a, what yeah written and directed film film he's, westworld he's a novelist i'm saying but he that wrote seems and like a direct, problem he, he wrote and directed this <laughs> oh jesus and here's the thing it's jurassic park uh-huh. except instead of dinosaurs running amok robots are running amok mm. it's the exact same situation really and and okay. what what i really you know from the from the previews of the Westworld, the television show, it seems like they're really delving into issues like what is human? What does it mean to be human? What is intelligence? Right. Uh, you know, what kind of ethical and moral responsibilities do we have to things? And they don't really touch on that at all. It's more like it's the 70s. Robots are taking your job. They might <laughs> kill you in the future. Like there's uh-huh. no 
there's no motivations. I mean, they definitely are shown as, like, objectified by people. They're there to be killed and fucked and interacted with, and nobody really cares about what they want. But, um, yeah, no, it was really bad, really clunkily shot, really um, – and, 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 like, I – I knew that Yul Brynner plays the gunslinger, who is uh, the mm-hmm. Ed Harris role in this one. And I think Yul Brynner is a badass. He's a badass in uh, uh, he's a badass in the Magnificent Seven. He's a, he's even a badass in the Ten Commandments. Hell, he's a badass in the King and I. And I was expecting to see a really hard boiled beef jerky kind of badass. And I guess, but there's no motivation, and he's just like he's almost like. Um, almost exactly employed the same as Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first Terminator. He has about okay. that much, like, you know, right. Arnold he's doesn't, guy and... he can't, he, he did, doesn't very talk very much yeah. and he's not emoting very much. And, um, also Yul Brenner turns out he's a teeny tiny little guy sure. and they don't do okay. anything like camera angles to hide the fact that he's just a little tiny guy. And when his, the scenes of him stalking this guy down hallways and stuff, I thought had some unintentional comedy. Because he's just kind of like you know straight back, straight leg, and I don't know. I he's got his full robot walk on. And also, they spent it's called Westworld, but I don't know if they're going to do this in a television show. But um, you know, the the very beginning of the film is like an infomercial. It's shot in like a screen within a screen thing, and I mm-hmm. thought it's like, oh god, the aspect ratio of this movie is fucked up. <laughs> um, it's just too old. My TV won't show it. Um, but it's showing like a television commercial where a guy's interviewing people that have, have gone to this resort and you can go to Westworld or Medieval World or Roman World. Hmm. And they spend a lot of time in Medieval World and Roman World, which I'm like, why the fuck am I okay. here? And there's characters that I don't really know. And mm-hmm. I guess the robots are fucking up here, but who cares? So that was one of my big questions about Westworld, the show, mm-hmm. the, the series that we're about to embark on. I feel like we should get the talk of the Westworld movie out of the way so that we can just say Westworld and and just there will be the assumption that we're talking about the TV show. Yeah. Um, well, so they, so it, yeah, it sounds gonna, like the movie you had to be there. Like it, it's of a time, yeah, it's of an era. And I don't get it. Like the, the, the possibilities effects, of robotics right. and AI were not known. I mean, exactly. there's some movies like The Godfather are filmed kind of contemporary, and you can still watch it, and they look like they're supposed to look. Westworld right, is like is this is super futuristic. Edge. Yeah, yeah. They they open this guy up, and it looks like and you know. It, it, it looks like a Radio Shack box. Just sure, red yeah. wires going everywhere, and they're, <laughs> right. the guys are running reel-to-reel tape machines in the background. And, right. I mean, uh, how, how could they know? Uh, the star of the show looks like he just got pulled from a 70s porn set. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I imagine the people who highly regard it saw it. Back yeah, in the day. and I'm not going to talk. As like I said, I just want to. I just want to say that I expected that to be the appetizer for the Westworld the series main course, mm-hmm. and in, it, no, it, it wasn't. Okay, it it, it 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 turned me off. So don't bother yeah. if you haven't seen it. Don't bother. Yeah, uh, I definitely did not bother, and I don't feel like I'm going to miss anything. It's only 90 minutes long, so okay. it's, it wasn't a huge time investment. Felt mm-hmm. like three hours, but uh, go watch. Omega Man or something. I don't know. <laughs> something comparably old. So can we talk about why we were excited about the television show? I've got several reasons. Uh, well, it's HBO, for one. HBO. And I, they've produced a lot of stuff I really like. Sure. Uh, the a- cast looks really strong. Yep. And Let's- the, the conceptually, I, I'm i ready for a sci-fi, AI, robotics type show. So we do- talked about this in a precast because there was a headline that we, you know, so before we recorded, we had a little banter. 
uh, as we're wont to do. And I mentioned one of the headlines was HBO has found its next Game of Thrones. Hmm. And you said, good luck. Nerds don't like science fiction as much as fantasy. And then I'm like, yeah. I mean, unquestionably, but that's kind of a new phenomenon. Up until, like, sure. uh, Lord of the Rings rolled around, fantasy was seen also as a boondoggle. Right. They tried to make those old Lord of the Rings movies, and they were shit. Nobody <laughs> watched them. I watched them. Well, uh, did you like them? Yes. <laughs> what? I mean, the, you're talking about the uh, animated? Yeah. Yeah, they were they, they're oh, the, the rotoscoped animation. <laughs> to me, and... those are roughly on par with, like, the Ewok series of <laughs> Star Wars movies. Hey, if you're a nerd star for serious fantasy. Uh, that's what's deliver, you know, delivering it. So right. I'm thinking that, like, you know, then that led to the success of a bunch of other stuff, including Game of Thrones. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like sci-fi might be primed for a comeback because not only is Star Wars bridging the gap between science fiction and fantasy and hugely popular right now, now that Disney's taking it over. That's always been Disney-fied inarguably it. the biggest thing. In in fandom, I right? Think it, it, for, it, for a decade, years years. for a decade, we were out in the desert wandering, though. After the prequels, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's coming back around. Right. Interstellar was a huge critical and commercial success, and that was the mm-hmm. straight-up hard sci-fi. I feel like maybe, maybe Westworld, if it's as good as people say, are going to pull people in. Just like Game of Thrones. Like, you know, people didn't turn into Game of Thrones. Well, I should say, a lot of people tuned into Game of Thrones because it wasn't your typical fantasy. Right. It would be nice if Westworld could do that for sci-fi. Like, ask these philosophical questions, but also mm-hmm. there's titties and gunfights and good character interactions Guaranteed. and I mean, lavish scenery yeah. and setting. Like, I feel like that's got a hook that will get people to ask about, can a robot cry? Can a robot have feelings? Yeah. You know? And, and, and guaranteed there will be all of that stuff, right? If, if saying, hey, it's on HBO wasn't enough, yes. then, then the very concept of the show, which is this theme park where nothing matters, like there aren't any consequences well, also, for your actions, go objectify everything, go act on your impulses, there aren't right. any taboos, right. that's prime for HBO to go nuts with. Well, and, and there was like a lot of speculation when the casting sheets came out because some of the characters required like, you must be comfortable with nudity. You must be comfortable, right. with, comfortable with genital Anthony touching. Anthony Hopkins, you have to be comfortable when we strip you down <laughs> and, and, and grab your balls. <laughs> you can't flinch. Right. You still have to act. Yeah. Like yeah. you're enjoying it. But, you know, that's like people are thinking that this might even push the bounds of what HBO yeah. has shown. I, I imagine. Which is scary exciting because, you know. Okay. You can there's there's a line you can cross where it becomes too much in any any given. I don't I don't think they'll do it because it's HBO. But uh-huh. clearly you're right. This is going to be some kind of fucking um, you know Maquis de Sade right. level stuff. And I feel like that knowing what I know about the internet, if there was a place where rich people and even real life, like what's that guy? Is it in, um, the Philippines? Is this guy that got arrested and he's making snuff films involving? 11-year-old girls and shit. What? Like, this this stuff happens in real life. If you had rich people paying $40,000 a day, uh-huh. which inflation's a bitch because in 73, is only $1,000 a day. Oh, man. Yeah. And a trip to Jurassic Park was less than that, right? Probably, but you didn't get the murdered dinosaurs. You didn't get the fucking... You know, if you got the fuck. fucking T-Rex package, that was $40,000 a day. <laughs> right. Um, I'm more of a compy guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the small ones. Uh, so yeah, where you completely derailed me with the copy guy? Um, shit. Uh, yeah. So it's forty thousand dollars a day. If you if you get if you had a park where there was no holds barred, yeah. you could do things to things that looked like people. 
with no compunction about what they thought or felt about it, I think that shit would get dark really fast. Right. And so I'm I'm super wondered I'm I'm super concerned and I'm really wondering like what the reaction on the internet is gonna be to this because if they go all out and you see I mean because Some presumably stuff, there's yeah. there's gonna be you know, non consensual raping be robots of raped. these robots. They're gonna be robots I mean, murdered, yes. And not only is that in the mix, you could say, Okay, well the robots, right? Yeah. Now we've got the questions of like if they're becoming sentient. Like all of these questions are part of the show. Like right. how far do we go? I feel like there's there's going to be like this perfect storm of controversy around mm. this show that may just propel it right. uh, farther than this show would have ever been propelled. Maybe right. for the wrong reasons. Maybe for the right reasons. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to come down on this stuff, but it'll be interesting to watch. Sure. Well, I mean, one of the reasons I'm excited, and I think that, yes, it might be controversial, but I think it'll be thoughtfully so, not just right. like um, But will the internet see that? Or will the internet well, just so, do what the internet does and rage on particular points with ignoring the context? You're, so there's there's sections of the internet that's always going to be pissed off if there's a depiction of, of you know, non-consensual sex, even a right. robot. And that's when the core, like, if you have your vacuum cleaner suck, it, you suck you off, did you just rape your vacuum cleaner? And does it matter? Well, I mean, you have to have, like, uh, you know, inanimate objects. These are animate objects, right. but are they sentient? Like, these are right. the core, I mean, and where you come down on that is 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 the crux of whether crime has been committed, right? Sure. So I feel like there's a corners of the internet that's going to be fixate on that because, you know, there's definitely, you could, people could experience trauma. But there's also corners of the internet that are, like, anti-reactionary, reactionary, mm-hmm. and are, they're going to be out in force on the other side, like, oh, fuck you, social justice that's warriors. That's what I mean, perfect storm. It's going to yeah. be, like, the people in the middle, right. like, I think we're going to have a, try and have a civil conversation about yes. this and, you know, question it from every angle, not yes. just jump to our own conclusions here. Right. But I, and, I and can certainly is- see the controversy just boiling over here sure and i i want to get out into like it's not it's okay for art to make people feel uncomfortable right um i feel like that where it crosses the line and again it's not a line that can be crossed it's art you know but it's also free to comment on it like if it's just sure. sensational or exploit exploitation um that's where you look kind of and i don't feel like this is the show that's going to do that they're going to ask right. you like these yeah. are some terrible things are they terrible? How do we feel about it? Why are it? they terrible? Also, like, we're going to be dealing with these issues in 50, 60, right. 100. At some point in the future, we'll have artificial intelligence that can ask these questions of us. Mm-hmm. How are we going to treat them? And are yeah. we going to – is, is if intelligence, <laughs> like a lot of evolutionary biologists believe, is an emergent property of our big-ass brains, mm-hmm. there's a very good chance you get accidentally creates a oh, yeah. sentient form of life. I, I think it's a given. Yeah, I, I feel think like you that, tinker around so with it long think, enough; it's think, given. You think an, you think it will be? It won't be a designed property. You think it'll be emergent property? Uh, well, I I don't know how it will come about, but I think it's a given that it will if we right. tinker around with these things long enough. Whether okay. whether we set out to do it or whether it happens accidentally, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna happen. So we talked about the cast and why that's as part of something that we are excited in the subject material. One of the reasons I think the subject material is going to be kind of a think in, in the thinker categories because Jonathan Nolan's one of the uh, co-creators. If you don't recognize his name, it's probably because he's overshadowed by his more famous older brother, Christopher. <laughs> right. But he's the co-writer and okay. inspiration for a lot of the films, such as Interstellar, Dark Knight, Memento, mm-hmm. The Prestige. Um, I haven't seen Inception. the show. 
I don't think oh, he was oh, actually no. no. I don't like, think he has a, was, had a co-writer credit. Right. I thought you were talking that. about Christopher. No, no, no. Sure. This is jo- okay. Jonathan himself. Yeah, yeah. He also uh, co- or created Person of Interest, which I never watched, but I heard people buzz about that. It show. was highly yeah. regarded. It, so it has Michael Emerson from Lost. If you're familiar with Benjamin Linus, it's it's got a pedigree. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins stars as the uh, Mr. Hammond role. He's the the creator <laughs> of Westworld. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Okay. Can Anthony Hopkins survive this series? Like, <laughs> depending on how long this series goes, Anthony Hopkins will be 80 years old Is this he going to be the Sean Bean of the series? I mean, that... No, I just mean, can he physically, can his carapace live through the filming process? Here's the thing. I'm not... Is it a, is it a given <laughs> that we're going to get more than one season of this? Because uh, I, I wonder... So. Like, it's... If it's critically a hit and it's a it's intended to replace game of thrones then we have to yeah but game of thrones had a roadmap like this is essentially and how long can you explore this concept before like nope you have the robots have a right they've taken over westworld like is this a three season arc it feels like it could be done in one season i mean the movie was done in 90 minutes so right like even if you add eight hours of navel gazing about the nature of artificial intelligence and humanity like okay then what like What's well, you're going to have interesting I, character drama outside of the park. Like, there's a lot more that can go yeah. on here. You're going to have this this nefarious uh, Wayan. Is it Wayan? What's the Wayland Industries um, mm, from Aliens? Right. Okay. You're going to have that nefarious type company in the mix, like who runs the park. Sure. Like, I feel like there's a keep... lot more going on than just that one question of is this AI real? I suspect, <laughs> is it but I, I'm still curious to see how we're left at the end of season one, because uh-huh. um, if I, 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 again, it'd be like making a series out of Jurassic Park. At mm-hmm. some point, the dinosaurs either get napalmed, the park restore, returns to stability, or the dinosaurs take over. You know, there's like... You could have it's maybe, not like Mad Men, but like, you could see, have an interesting battle for the like T Rex can't have the a streak of, of alcoholism and leave his wife and you know struggle with raising his like you know what I'm saying like I guess I don't I guess you're probably right about that but I'm not sure why um, the other thing is like what if Jurassic Park there was a a battle to say hey well we can't we can't just kill these dinosaurs and make them extinct again like they're going to be some kind of animal rights activists up in arms. Sure. Like, you could get into the extraneous details of that kind of stuff. You could. And extend it. Is that the show that you like? If it becomes whale, if it becomes essentially sea shepherds or whale wars. Well, know, I mean, like, like <laughs> what if what if this show goes beyond the robots in the park? What if the robots want to come into the real world? We well, determine this, okay, that they are sentient. Like that is then still a pivot away from the core concept. Oh, absolutely. So, like, yeah. if, if you got season four of Westworld, where Westworld shut down and the robots live among us, yeah. I mean, that's a cool. That's a cool show. But then you're Matrix just, type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can so I guess I can see them pivot it. But can they survive that kind of pivot? Can they retool the show in real time? A lot of shows have. Like, right. season one of The Wire is radically different from season two of The Wire. And then it kind of returns to the yeah. same season one roots in three. And then it pivots to the kids in season four. And it continually evolved to look at different aspects of the same. Like, the city right. of Baltimore was a subject. Here are all the things wrong. Here are all the things right. And each season takes a different slice of that. Can Westworld do something like that? The It'll concept is artificial intelligence and how it impacts our life. Season one's Westworld. Season two is going to be like, you know, lower level. Like, what do you? So, if you have artificial intelligence, um, can you still make robots? Like, can you make a dumb robot still? 
can you make a robot that's not so intelligent? And right, what would and would that offend the other robots? What would other, like, like, say, like, if we could lab create a human that had no, yeah. like, brain. It just had a brain stem and, like, right. I don't think I'd be cool with that. So like uh, yeah, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> I was thinking that's interesting in in the game of Destiny, right? Like where you've got sentient beings called exos, but they also have the simpler cybernetic organisms called the frames, yeah. which can express distress and they can be fearful and they can do all this stuff. And you, I always wondered like, what did exos think when they're passing the frames that are just fucking sweeping up around the tower and getting torn apart by Shaq's experiments? Are they like? What about you know, like our infrastructure that's run probably wholly by robotics? That's at that what I'm point. saying. Like, like, are we going to go into are like, the robots going to walk down the street? And go, oh my god! There's a fucking neon sign enslaved right. into service for this shop sure. owner. Or fuck that! Yeah. I'm getting, I'm setting it free, man. Or like there's an equivalent of like a 50 IQ robot that's working in a factory, right. yeah, like assembling some electronics or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Um, that is super interesting questions. Can they pivot in those directions? I think so. Uh, um, we'll see. I'm actually having a hard time telling exactly what this show is about. Can you tell me what is Westworld? Is Westworld a, a Matrix-like playland, or is it actual robotics? Is it does it exist so, in the physical world? I mean, I can't tell you the series, but in the movie, it was a physical place. Right, that had, but it but, looks to but me everything like, was robots. Like there's ho- robot horses, right. robot snakes, robot turtle like i and, I, and it, but it's in yeah. a real space and you had actual robots and it seems like from what i can see where there's like a robot factory and these synths are being dipped in some kind of syntho skin and they're being disassembled that these are indeed physical objects yeah it seems entirely implausible seems that a thousand dollars a day could support that infrastructure in 1970 uh, yeah or yeah. or the forty thousand in in the in the modern day version sure because like that if it's entirely robotics right that theme park has to be in existence for a single person because once you put two people in there now you have to worry about the consequences of your actions right well so they because i could go down they had some explanations for that like there was there were safeties in the gun like the guns could not shoot at a heat source Okay, but that doesn't stop me from grabbing a robot arm and beating someone sure, to death with you it, could, acting yeah. on my impulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if my impulses are limited, that which is what I'm getting at, right? Like, I agree. Yeah, you're yeah. supposed to go into this place and all bets are off. You right. just do whatever the fuck you want. And that's the thing. Like, if you have two people in there, well, now you're running the risk of me doing whatever the fuck I want to a real human being. And the other thing is in the movie, you don't know who the robots and who the people are. So you think that'd be even until you went to go shoot one and your gun doesn't work. Right. So I think that like that's also interesting if they keep that conceit. But in the so day now, of the dawn of VR, which we're living in right now, it right. seems almost anachronistic that they've got they've taken a physical space and had these highly advanced robots. And I think that's not true. From what I can gather from the trailers, I think it's uh, I think it's a jacked in type of it makes virtual more sense reality. The old Westworld too, where you're having a gunfight every day and people throw. I, I just thought like. Man, like, what if you? What if I just took a crowbar and started taking buildings apart? Mm-hmm. I spent my whole day destroying the general saloon or the 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 town saloon. You could, like, how do they fix that over? Yeah, <laughs> man, the I next could, person, like, they, like they're wishing I just murdered and raped the robots. Like, god damn it, this guy's doing damage. It takes a crew of forty yeah. to repair in a night. Can I bring Molotovs in there? Sure. Can I bring? The booze is real. There's rags. You can you can. You can there's make people one. lighting cigarettes. Boom, Molotov just torch the whole town. Yep. You know, sorry about you. Next next day, be be, ba- be bad bad Bart or whatever. You know, yeah. I'm I'm the bad guy, and I feel like that's the other thing. Like you know, I don't often do this in video games. Like I usually play if I'm given a choice to play good or evil, I tend to play good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm not making a moral judgment for the people that play uh, uh, evil, but that's what I do. But I have, like, there's a couple games, like Infamous, like, almost begs you to at least try out the evil mode, where you can just go up and, and just m- murder and slay and destroy and knock down buildings and shit. How many people do you think would go into a world with no limits and they would just start, like, just, just shoving on someone off a building just to see what it feels like? Uh, I think like second person in probably does that. A bit by like percentage of people. I know there's. I know oh, there exists number. Of I know people, there right. exists a a set number of people that would never do it. They just don't feel comfortable with it. Sure. I know there's another set of people that say that and they still would. Yep. There's another there's people that, that would just... dabble in it, and then there's one people that's all they would do. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you and I know a couple people who, like, day one Westworld would be like, oh, I'm just gonna whip my gun out and shoot the first robot in the head that I see. Right. And say, this is my town now, I'm going to go up to the sheriff, and I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to take this town over. Mm -hmm. Which is super cool. Like, playing that kind of villain probably would be a lot of fun if you take the moral, you know, ambiguousness out of it. Right, right. I mean, uh, if if you, depending on where you come down on the question of sentience for robots, I think there is nothing wrong with it. Right. Um, If you come down on the side, there there may or may not be anything wrong with it. So. I mean, those, those are the kind of discussions I'm sure we're going to have and, you know, give our personal feelings on it. The other uh, question it, is, like, so I want to answer, I want to tell because I don't think you're saying this, but if it's all virtual, yeah. it doesn't change the ethics of the question. No, Because if you have an doesn't. artificially intelligent program that is able to, right. cons- you know, have human level intelligence or beyond, even if it doesn't have a physical body, it's still, yeah. you know. And you may have some responsibility to even maintain the 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 hardware that, runs these simulations because there are sentient beings inside. Right. Of if you say, like, well, we're out of budget, it's time, it's time to shut off the main, like, you know, like when companies <laughs> deactivate servers after a product is no longer useful. Exactly. What if those yeah. servers had feelings about that? Yeah. Well, you can't, you know, the, no one wants to do the shit that you're good at. So goodbye. Yeah. That's how Skynet's born. I'm pretty and, sure. And there's hardware running those simulations. It's not, it's not fair to say that those aren't beings. Um, I, I mean, Star Trek has done this, right? With is there Moriari Moriari Lots characters or whatever? Yeah, uh, sure. Tons of things have done this. Is not a new question for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm hoping they'll have something to add to the conversation right. in this show. Here's the other thing about simulations: if this is just a simulation instead of a physical place like Westworld is in the old movie. Why does it have to be Westworld? Couldn't it be literally anything? I would, couldn't it be Eastworld? Couldn't well, that's it be... what I'm saying. Like, I was fully surprised to see a medieval world and a Roman world. I wonder if Westworld, they'll, they'll play lip service to the fact that there are other worlds. But it seems weird to cast, into... like, big, big-name characters for, you know, Westworld right. characters, right? right? Like Ed Harris. You don't cast an Ed Harris if it's going to be one of an infinite number of iterations of different worlds. Sure. So... It must be focused on Westworld, and that must mean it's like a small real world cast. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're just delving into the lives of these two people yeah. who jack into Westworld every day because that's what they do. Right? They could jack into Eastworld. They could jack into uh, <laughs> Bunny Rabbit World if they wanted sure. to, but they don't. Their yeah. thing is Westworld, and that's what we're focused on. I will say that's that I guess. think if you like, it's like fifty years in the future. If you wanted to have a world that was successful it's hard to go wrong with the west because it has that like there's not a lot of periods of time where you had the right mix of lawlessness and adventure and Uh but yet still a framework of law that you could appeal to and some you know some heroics 
you know, most like if like you know, you got a functional rule of law, then you can't get up to this shit. It's like you know, you could do grand can't theft you? auto, I mean, but yeah, GTA. But but then the cops are going to get you, or it's going to look like because that's the other right. thing is like the illusion. Like I read an article where it's like these you got you got guests which are the humans and hosts which are the robots, mm-hmm. and the robots have like a story that they're trying to tell every day. But as soon as a human comes in to interact them, they have to do whatever the human. And like, I, I feel like that huh. you could that if, if they don't do it right, you could see the seams in that. Like you could go up and and just pimp slap a couple of tough looking gunfighters, and they draw on you, but they won't shoot at you and kill you. So you could just make right. you, it just turn into a joke, right? Um, and I feel like that's the th- same thing. Like if you play GTA in you know Thief World or whatever. Uh, yeah. That's gonna the, the boundaries of what's realistic is going to be because what what ends the Grand Theft Auto is eventually your character gets killed right by the law enforcement officer if, if you don't do it right and then whereas it seems like in Westworld that's not possible when you have a physical avatar if you had a virtual yourself. space that could die and then the lights come on and you're still right. you know you're in the booth it's like all right I want to play works. again yeah. but in the physical world I feel like that it's really easy to break that illusion. Yeah, if you don't pick the right setting, and the Wild West is one of the few that kind of is, you know, I'm not familiar. I, I guess Medieval World would be a pretty good one too, because there you've got you know a good mix of lawful and lawlessness, and yeah, and it, I don't know these shows or or this concept, this, this idea of like we're gonna go in and to to modern day and we're gonna have fun fucking shit up but there aren't any real consequences the cops aren't gonna come to your house and arrest you for the crimes that you commit in gta right uh you're not gonna be killed in real life when you do horrible things in gta right there there's also that aspect of it right where Mm -hmm. there are there's so few actual consequences for you as a human being Mm -hmm. that it just becomes meaningless right um so they have those two kind of problems that they need to figure out and avoid or at least address and try and tap dance around sure no i think that's like i said there's a and lot they did that of in the potential... matrix with like your brain your mind makes it real right, right? which doesn't make sense there's a lot doesn't. of things that doesn't make sense yeah. to me but if you swallow the rules it it you know then it, it all kind of tracks through clean and it'll right. be interesting to see what wh- how they do and then i'm like how much of this ground can they cover in episode one like, are they going to start answering, asking these questions right away? I can't imagine. Or is like, I imagine episode one is just going to be a fucking horror show. Like, they're going to go, like, I think they're going to show the depravity of the world, like, right away. Oh, yeah. Or maybe, if I don't know, smart, maybe. they do it in the opening scene. Oh, <laughs> that would who be, are like, then, they, then they scale it back. What they is show, show, like, something, just just horrific sadism going yeah. on, and then you go the the, the credit sequence, and you got James Mardson going in there as day one, and I'm going to be, you know, fucking dipshit McGee White Hat. And, right, like, before they tell you it's a simulation or a, or these right. people aren't real, that would be they show you horrible way. things happening to right. those, those people. Right. It's like Game of Thrones, you know, hits you up front, right. ice zombies fucking shit up, and then yeah. whoosh, nothing, <laughs> nothing the rest of the season. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, keep, I keep on talking about the cast because the cast is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, we talked about Anthony Hopkins. Do we need to say anything he's more? He's 80 years old, man. He's 80 I'm years old, but he's still awesome. Like, we were he talking is. on he's the great. forums, like, even when he's kind of in a phone-it-in performance, like, mm-hmm. say, his character in Zorro. Okay, right. Still pretty fucking good. Uh-huh. Like, I can't think of a bad Anthony Hopkins performance. They don't exist. It's like Michael Caine. Like, you know, he might phone it in and he's just doing this movie for his house. But you're going to get a, a professional workman-like performance out of, uh, out of these, these, these old British dudes. Yep. Uh, Jeffrey Wright 
uh, who, who we knew as Doctor Narcisi from uh, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, yes, I recognize the name. I can't place. I can't put the face on it. He's the very distinguished gentleman that went to war with Chalky White in the last few seasons. Yep, still can't put a face. All right. I can't put a visual to it. But and I know I was who say, you're he's talking also about. a character in the uh, the, the, the Hunger oh, Games. Oh fuck yes! Okay, there's okay. his face. There you yep, go. I know. Snapped him. it. He right. plays like the chief programmer. Okay. And he's like got that kind of brainy type. Like uh-huh. he gets like he yep. was like the technical nerd in the Hunger Games too. I'm super excited for for him. Uh, Thandy Newton, uh, who plays mm. like the Westworld Madame. Uh, she was Tom Cruise's love interest for Mission Impossible Two. No. Uh, she played a character that I've not seen The Pursuit of Happiness, but she was she starred in that, and she also has a, a, a turn in Rock and Roller that I enjoyed. Um, okay. So I like her. James Mardson, who I really only know as Cyclops. Right. Um, he's a guest. I don't know if he's like the star. Uh, he's he's going to be the starring POV for us or not. It's hard to tell from the preview material. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris, of course, plays the uh, Yule Brenner gunslinger. Yep. Um, which seems like they give him a lot more to do. Like he's talking to Anthony Hopkins about meeting his maker. And like that's like mm. four more lines than Yule Brenner ever had in Westworld. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, do you know anything? Because she yeah, she played the vampire queen of Louisiana in True Blood. She <laughs> was excellent as uh, in The Wrestler. Uh, oh fuck yeah! I'm not seen across the universe, but Cecily says a lot of good things about her mm-hmm. performance in that. Um, and then the composer is uh, Ramin Javadi. Uh, he you might know him as the composer for all the music of Game of Thrones. Nice. So there's a lot of talent, uh, top to bottom, on this thing. It looks amazing. That's the other thing. Like, when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, holy shit, this show looks like a million dollars a minute, and that's probably what they spent on it. Can you tell me what robot wranglers are? A, can you tell me, A, what are those, and B, how do I become one? <laughs> I'm speculating. that sounds amazing. So, I'm speculating that, like, uh, one of the things in the Westworld series was, like, when the sun went down and everyone went to sleep, they had these crew of overall guys coming in with a like a flatbed truck and just loading up the dead robot horses. Yeah, that's not quite as cool as they're I was not wrang- for. Yeah, that's they're wrangling and they're taking them back. But you see, what an Aaron or a Jim would fuck up that system because I would be I I wouldn't start playing Westworld until about one o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's about when yeah. I got the proper level of of whiskey in me that I can fully enjoy. <laughs> like I would, I would just be getting around to burning the town down. You're trying to put things back together. Don't tell me I gotta go to sleep. Fuck you. I paid forty. This forty thousand dollars says I got this place for twenty four hours. <laughs> Wee-haw! And as I burn a building down, so that's the other thing I thought was hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. everyone goes to sleep. Convenient. I guess they could flood it with some kind of neurotoxin. Yeah, I, I guess if this is a, a simulation, <laughs> the robot wranglers are like. Tron-esque type scripts, right? That just run to do garbage yeah, I collection? I wonder if they're going to be like, you know, the, the, to just the directors the in like uh, the uh, Truman Show, uh, where they're actually in a control room making the things happen and making sure the things are s- smooth. Maybe. Like they're like game masters or something. That's There's the a thing. little bit I of that in the other movie. I don't even know that this is virtual reality yet. I don't, I yeah. think it is. Why? Why Based do you think on the trailers. Because why are they, they, seen... it's unquestionable they have physical robots. Right. Right, you which can see them confuses being manufactured. Me. I was very confused you. by the trailers because I thought I saw VR stuff. I thought I saw robot stuff. Robot stuff in this in this time in this era doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, what uh, if, if what if for like what if it's a blend of the two? 
like anything you physically well, interact I mean, with, yeah. like like the the background and all the the vistas is all computer generated, and the buildings might be just like concrete structures, and the VR uh, overlays like it makes it look old timey. But the ro- you know, like you, they still haven't perfected robot fucking technology. That's okay. that's why you need a physical robot. The, because... the jack just doesn't exist to get you in the simulation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose I, I'm. The teledil- teledildonics has not has still not advanced in this world. I'm honestly willing to go either way. Like if, if they'll if they decide we're just going to make this robotics, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. If they decide we're going to go VR, let's do well, it. If they do a blended approach, like yeah, I, I that's not robotics a big just doesn't make a lot of sense for modern day because that's not where technology is heading really. Hmm. Um, like for for in, industry type stuff and infrastructure type stuff, sure, that's robotics, but. All of your robotics are going to be controlled by AI, which is the most important part sure, indeed. of the thing, which at some point, I guess the VR is just the humans interfacing That's what I'm with that. Like, I do think you're selling robotics short because the second they get the AI component figured out, holy shit. No more people working at McDonald's. No more people taking your money right. at Walmart. No, I mean, like, it's, it's going to be... That's why I'm saying that's one of the things I worry about is what happens when we live in a world where you can't work. Right, I'm, I'm sure they could pivot <laughs> will season it be, four. Will it be a utopia, or yeah, will it season be season four? McDonald's gets the AI robots, right. and it's or, all or, fucking down. We're all the wealthy people that own the capital, and robots live in some kind of sky city while we hovel for scraps in the dirt. I, I don't know. That's that's something I, I feel like we'll have to confront us, in the next hundred years. But so that's an important part of Westworld, right? Because presumably. You wouldn't just have the robots in a park. You'd have the robots everywhere, because why the fuck not? Right. Unless like, this is, like, the, the first type of this technology, and they're the maximum. I mean, it seems like you could always charge the most for luxury. But if so you're if doing Ed Harris-style robots with full AI, yeah. tell me you can't get a burger-serving robot at McDonald's. Tell me that's but a reality. This, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> if I'm the company that pioneered this combination of AI and robotics technology that uh-huh. is the first human simulate oh so i'm just so saying you're it's saying, so much simpler why don't you just to, have like a really dumb looking robot yeah that, like, that's it, an arm that can just pump out burgers sure. like okay. you don't need ed harris with full facial expression and right. like that's so much easier right there's no there there is no world in which Westworld exists as a theme park but mcdonald's doesn't have ai robot maker or ai hamburger servers mm. flippers it just I, doesn't exist unless they they've yeah i guess unless they yeah. So I mean, that's going to be interesting to me, though. Is is getting me as a viewer how much involved the, uh, in the in the world the where world. this this theme park can exist, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know it's got to be vastly different from what we experience today. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, it's ten episodes long. So that's the standard average length of an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be the. It's the. <laughs> They've done the calculations. It's the average time they think that Anthony Hopkins can live. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I. It's an age. It's it's a real concern. He's if a they spry had cast 80. William Shatner, I'd be concerned too. He's a so. spry eighty. Sure, uh, I guess so. Yeah, but also, I I kind of wonder if he's going to make it out of this season one way or another. <laughs> Maybe not. Because yeah. it seems like the type of role this is, where you're the founder and you're dealing with murderous robots who are yeah. mad about the fact that they've been, you know, essentially turned into slaves, wittingly or unwittingly. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that's uh, not good for your long-term health prospects. And also, novelization, uh, Hammond died. Right? They got chomped yeah. by the your compies. 
uh, he got copy chomps. And they didn't have, I mean, the actor actually died in the interim between the last Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. So, uh, which is why the, the new guy took the reins. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's a concern if this thing wants to be a Game of Thrones, right? Right. Seven seasons. He could be the Sean Bean in this season. He could be. Uh, so there we go. Uh, Westworld. I think it's going to be awesome. For the next 10 weeks, we'll be watching it. So we'll have the podcast out the, the Tuesday following each each original airing. Uh, again, we have uh, hope to have a lot of feedback to discuss, and you can help us out and make that more interesting by sending uh, your feedback to Westworld, all one word, at baldmove.com, or get on to forums.baldmove.com, or there'll be a live episode discussion for each episode, and you can also start your own topics, do whatever, um, on forums.baldmove.com. But uh, until next week, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya.